Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast, hosted by Mel and a racial best friend duo. Halfway through the season, AB. Halfway, Mark. A lot of people are gone now that we thought might not be gone at this point. The guy said it. It was a bloodbath out there. Indeed. A lot of people gone. What did we lose? Five? Five. Five people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is Hometowns next after next week? Hometowns would be episode eight. So I think in two weeks. Okay, two more. Okay. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious who's getting those hometowns too, by the way. All four? Yeah. Mm. I think there's... We'll get to the, we'll get to the end, but okay. there's like six or seven guys left. I think there's seven guys left, and like two of them we haven't even seen on the screen. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> two, of two of them are quota fillers. I think, I think there's a couple that could end up in that last spot, but yeah, there's a couple guys. I couldn't get... It was like, okay, Katie wants to get rid of eight people tonight, but we have to we have to tell her she can only get rid of five. <laughs> Episodes, uh, yeah. Let me just say, I really enjoyed this episode. Start to finish. Why's that? Just, to, just exactly what I'm looking for in a Bachelor episode. Okay. You had unexpected people leaving. You had um, a little bit of drama. You had three dates. And you had a you rose had ceremony. Maybe needs those three that's days for the rose ceremony. That's what I need. <laughs> I just really enjoyed it. And some uh, there's a couple twists and turns I didn't see coming okay. along the way. I think if this episode was missing anything, it was a, a there was kind of a lack of fun. Every every day kind of had like Whoa. a dour note to it. Canceled cocktail party. Canceled second half of a date. The dates themselves were either too serious or just kind of... Well, there was you know just a missing I, element of fun. Like, toss these people in a helicopter one time for me. Can we do yeah. something fun one time <laughs> this season? Well, there's a lot of Greg this episode, so that might have oh. something to do with the lack of fun. <laughs> it's going to be a long season if you if you don't like Greg. <laughs> Moving on. Long second half. All right, to begin the episode, Caitlin, Tasha, and Katie. Katie says there's more than one guy she feels astray. I think I have bad notes this episode. Sometimes I basically just transcribe the episode and I consider those bad notes. So you might need to add a little more flair. I have good notes. Good. Katie says there's more than one guy she feels a strong connection with. Highlights Blake in particular. Pleasantly surprised by Blake and their one-on-one date. This, to me, this whole meeting with the girls, girl talk, 
was mm. a power rankings sit yeah. down powwow. <laughs> she power ranked them. <laughs> Let me rank these guys. If you're not on this list, you're not you're them. going home. You're nobody. Because <laughs> she listed like five guys. There was still a bunch of people there, and she didn't didn't talk about them. She said she Greg's a given. Greg's a given. She said Greg's a given. What are we doing here? <laughs> I know. Well, Greg, obviously, <laughs> Greg, we don't even have to Greg, talk about it. I, I mean, love him. Come, <laughs> come on. You guys see the connection with me and Greg, you know? So Katie has this idea. She might eh, kind of a fun idea. Well, this is first before that. She mentions, I think it's important to say who she mentioned because these are yeah. the, these are the, the heavy hitters right now. She said Greg is a given. Then she says Michael and Andrew. Andrew, to me, kind of seemed like an afterthought. She's like, and of course, Andrew. Mm-hmm. It seemed, but, you know, not it seemed really. like she, yeah, <laughs> not really Andrew, but those are the people she listed. And that meant something to me. And Blake, of course, in addition Blake, to. Yeah, Blake, the, Blake was the first name. Yeah. Blake's a given. Blake's also. a given. Blake's a given. Craig's a given. Katie had an idea that she thought might be kind of fun. Yep. And she proposes this to Tasha and Kaylin. The fellas have to withhold their self care. For as long as possible. A, Thus began a long 10 minutes of innuendos. innuendo and nicknames <laughs> for uh, pleasuring oneself. Yes. At the 7 p.m. hour, the first so hour of the episode. Very I would have appreciated the, <laughs> this to be an 8 p.m. <laughs> so Kaylin says, I'll tell the guys. And she visits them, and they're all sitting in a room. Katie and I came up with it. She said she wanted me to share with you. It's called Oper- Operation Whoa Whoa or Wow Wow. I don't remember why they whoa, whoa. what the pronunciation was. It was like Whoa Whoa Stop Whoa oh, Whoa. Okay, that's what she was. That's what they're doing. My note here is: What has my life come to? Taking notes on a group of dudes <laughs> tasked with ex- abstaining from masturbatory practices for a television show. Something they didn't expect, and they their reaction is being recorded live. So. You know, and I'm also wondering, is this worth it for the guys? If you're like kind of a borderline guy and you got to sit there and you got the camera train on your face and somebody says, don't touch yourself this week and you're like not gaining a lot of followers this season. Was this worth it? I don't know. What's uh, the point note, imagine Chris Harrison coming into a room full of women and be like, listen, ladies, give up the toys. Fun's over. <laughs> I'm confiscating the stuff. No more. The Bachelor thought it'd be a fun idea if you just didn't pleasure yourself this week. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, come on. Hand him over. Everybody hand it over. Come on. Just not something I think would occur. Uh, Connor rattles off, I'd say, dozens of <laughs> synonyms. The man, say what you want about Cat Guy. I will. He, he has loads of puns at his disposal. For anything. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it even comes up later in his date. He had puns ready. Dad jokes. That was probably the quickest dad joke pun I've I've ever heard someone fire. Come, come quicker <laughs> with a joke that fit. Uh, again, I ask, how is he going to face his 12-year-old students after this? Well, the da- the dads, you can't feel good about them either, having to go back and explain this. Uh, I mean, nothing. Nobody else listed off the name. The That's nicknames, true. Though. That's, yeah, good point. Um, Leslie, the, well, not Leslie, I got three more things. The offensive thing to me here, AB, <laughs> is that nothing came of this. This storyline was just like, oh, we're going there. And then there was no, who won. There was no meat to it. <laughs> this was just like. We're going to do this wild thing, this kooky thing on this the attraction on the web. <laughs> it's not, this has nothing. What are you, you going to do? 
Tell me the logistics of this challenge. Are people How are watching? you going to prove anything? You got, you got Pauly you got knocking on doors? Yeah, what's, what are you, what are you, what's it matter? What, if, if someone breaks it, is she sending them home? What is the stakes? Yeah, what's, what's the, the point? point? What's, what's the, the point? point? What's the point? It's like the what I this was going through my head. You know, on you know TikTok, AB. Yeah, I love TikTok. Nobody's gonna know. They're gonna know. <laughs> yeah. How would they know? <laughs> also, this doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense at all. Katie, Miss Sex Positive, is suddenly Aunt Lydia for a week. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. That was my takeaway from this. This doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Fit Katie doesn't fit anything. Whose idea was this? Worthless idea. Um, one thing I found funny, right away, people, they barely even know Blake, and they're all like, oh, Blake's going to have some <laughs> trouble with this one. <laughs> Holy cow. Blake, what are you going to do? They just met this guy, and they know he's the hornball of God. the house. <laughs> the house hornball. There's Blake. Hey, guys. Everybody Blake. knows it. It's going to be impossible for this guy. <laughs> all right. Date card, Justin. Uh, Hunter talking with Greg. Hunter thinks Greg might get two one-on-ones before. This came out of nowhere, and I liked it. Hunter knows I, all about the Bachelorette. Like this, this was, this was. It felt like to me, Hunter felt like he wasn't on camera, so we were getting a behind-the-scenes yeah. conversation here. Like, why was he having this conversation? Listen. I think we got a top four. I think you're getting the second one-on-one before other guys get the one-on-one, and that spells doom for them. Hunter's looking at it like we look at it. Yes. Outsiders. Someone <laughs> Later, someone burned him like this guy, you know, is on the Bachelorette message boards, and I thought, man, guy in his 30s cares so much about the Bachelorette, but hates me that guy. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> anyway, he thinks Katie has his top four, her top four set, and then he only names three. So I don't know. I'm sorry. Point. Hunter did his research. Yeah. I'm so, uh, I have more did, to say about this later. I, I'm I sorry. I don't understand why this is a bad thing. The guy knows what he's getting into. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> if I was going to go on The Bachelorette and I hadn't, let's say I had had no idea of what the show was like, I can't spend a weekend like watching a few seasons. That seems absurd not to do. In fact, how does this work? What's yes, the expectation at the end? Yeah, what's what is this? Well, and here, listen, the reality is they all know. They all know. Yeah. They all know. Greg's playing it, it cool, works. like he doesn't know what's going on. He's like what? Two one-on-ones? Do they do that? <laughs> yeah, Greg, they do. <laughs> Greg, you know you, <laughs> and you're getting it. <laughs> you know what's going on. Justin and Katie on the. Do you have anything else on that? Uh, oh, no. his top three. His top three were yeah, himself. He gives the top three. Himself, Connor, and Greg. I'd have included Blake in that, but that's because I can. I watch the show, and Hunter yeah. can't see what's happening. Justin and Katie one on one. Katie wants to get to know Justin on a deeper level. Right now, it's just a spark of friendship. Keep that in mind throughout the whole date. She wants to see if they have more in common than just their fun, playful side. We got Franco in some. Sick kind of half-zipped hoodie, despite the <laughs> Just, weather. This is the most electric outfit I've ever seen. It's like a sequin short robe uh, with nothing and on it's it. Cold out. It looked cold out. Looked cold, but when you have some a piece like that, you just wear. You can't it. leave that in the closet. You can't yeah. leave that. Yeah, I need that. Franco set that out on the floor like the day before the first day of school. This yeah. was his outfit. <laughs> yes, this like, sequin short robe is what I'm wearing tomorrow. I don't care what the weather's like. Rain I don't shine. care. <laughs> 
Uh, pure laziness this day, AB. Now, I really like the episode. Uh, Well, this is the third wedding photo shoot in a row. You got to realize a couple things, Rem. Oh, here we Uh, go. Put him in a helicopter. Bachelor fanboy. (laughs) Number one, their budget for Bachelorette has always been weak. We've always criticized them for that. Now they have two Bachelorettes. We're splitting the budget in half. They're doing nothing on any of these dates. Don't expect anything to be done on any dates. Scavenger okay. hunt. They're not going to do anything that costs money. Go on a hike. Carve pumpkins. Maybe you cut out the helicopter. I understand if you don't have the helicopter. <laughs> that's expensive have the budget fuel. for the helicopter this year. There's just other things. I'm just saying. I don't care. That's not an excuse for me. This is the th- we had one on Matt's season and we had one on Tasha's season. That's three this year. This calendar year, we've had three. I get it. All right, I'm just that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I get it. This wasn't a good day. Don't get me don't get it wrong. I'm just saying expectations should be low in 2021. All right. For these two bachelorette seasons. They got they got two bachelorettes. They got Bachelor in Paradise. They're, you know they're going to blow out Bachelor in Paradise cuz they missed last summer so they're spending a lot of money there. Where are you getting these budget numbers from? The numbers are the numbers, <laughs> right? What this, how do you know <laughs> the what the numbers are? The numbers, is. you know, they're going to blow it out. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna hold you to that. Uh, Franco gives Justin advice on how to formulate his vows, and no pressure here, Justin. Just make it marvelous, iconic, <laughs> and something she's never heard before. Have now, give mind dates worse, their first date. Have you ever heard a worse pep talk? First of all, he goes. So, what do you got? Well, you just told me about this seconds ago for one. Can I have a second, Franco? And then he's like, well, you better make it all these things. <laughs> you better make it iconic. Otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, you're in trouble. Katie says to the camera she doesn't know much about Justin, so they spend the day on separate benches writing vows. Mm-hmm. Back at the house. We got Aaron, James, and Brendan. Names. I know the names. Greg leaked it to the to the mob. Yeah. <laughs> what, the what Hunter was talking. That's, that's all this was. Greg leaked his one on one conversation to the union. <laughs> now the whole house that, knows. At the same time, this is uh, you know this kind of is becoming less like a union and more like a mob. Like if yeah, you're a, a young, if you're a lower guy in the mob, like you better spill the information, otherwise <laughs> it's going to end poorly for you. They don't like how Hunter is a Bachelorette historian. He knows too much about the show, which makes him a sneakster. That's their logic. Right? Yeah, that's fair. Sure. Not really, but... (laughs) In my opinion, they really should have a Bachelorette historian as Mm. a contestant on every season, but not make it out to be a negative thing. No. Just have him, like, dispensing tips and knowledge. You should be using this man as an encyclopedia yeah. of knowledge that's valuable off for stats, you. <laughs> deciphering <laughs> the date card messages after a date card's read. Somebody goes, all right, Hunter, like, what do you dates. think that is? <laughs> yeah. Old dates and old well, contestants. Well, this happened in this season. Back in 2006 when <laughs> you yeah. know, Connor did this to them. That's that's valuable. They usually have a strip group date on week three, so you don't want this group date card. Just a heads up, <laughs> <Yeah>. fellas. <laughs> oh, you haven't kissed her yet? Yeah, you're definitely not getting a hometown. You have to kiss. By this date. Stats say it. When somebody gets the first rose at a rose ceremony, Hunter gives them like a, yeah, dude, that means <laughs> that's good. <laughs> they had one... Uh, on probably the first Bachelor season, season I ever watched, there yeah. was like a Bachelor super fan, but he got yeah. eliminated night one. Yep, I remember that. 
there needs to be like an Obi-Wan Kenobi of The Bachelor every season. <laughs> and he doesn't, he, I would like him not to even be fighting for love. He's just there providing no, knowledge. guide. Yeah, he's just, a, he's just there. <laughs> Back on the date. Katie comes out in her, in her wedding dress. Justin reads his vows. This is their first date. Um, Katie reads something nice, A.B., about painting in a canvas Justin's the painter, so this just for me highlighted a big miss from him. He should have been the the painting and canvas vows of the two. Justin went generic, despite what Franco told him. Um, nothing he said was memorable. It was not iconic, and it was not something. I think he said that it needed to be something she's never heard before. It's de- this is definitely something she's heard before. Yeah. Um, On every group date, bad vows. Bad vows from Justin. Agreed, good, though. good vows from Katie, but they should yeah. have been Justin's vows. That's yeah. what all that told me. He should have been the paint vows. It, it. I did notice though she is interested in the stuff he's interested in, and at least remembers that he's the painter guy. Because I don't remember that, or I didn't remember that. Um, so that was good to see. There might be something, little something there. Back at the house, day card is this: Blake, Andrew. Michael A, Greg, Aaron, Mike P, Brendan, James, Trey, Hunter. So Connor gets the one on one. That was me doing. That was a good pause, like they did. I know. That's why I did it. <laughs> Just stealing what they did on the show. Connor, cat guy, gets the one on one. Surprised by this, AB? What did you think when he got the one on one? Like, oh. I wrote here dead man walking. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I wrote. Especially when they cut to him and he's like, Oh, I can't believe she wants to spend more time with me. It's like, no, I think she's trying to figure out if you can stay another second on this show. Well, and what was a dead giveaway too was they'd been promoting all week that there were five surprise eliminations. Mm. So I thought people were going home on group date. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought one of the one-on-one people wasn't going home. And after yeah. at the end of Justin's day, it became clear that Connor was going home because yes. they did Because Justin wasn't going home. Yeah. Yes. Back to Justin's date. Nighttime. Serious. Katie starts tearing up discussing their wedding date that afternoon because her dad won't be there. Her dad passed away. But there's another layer to this story that we previously did not know, and that's that Shortly before her father passed away, she found out he was not her biological father. And now her biological dad wants to be in her life. She's hesitant to build a relationship with him. You know, that's a diff- that's a that's a tough time. You're still mourning your uh, the guy who raised you. Yeah. And now you got this other guy trying to step in. That's a hard thing to deal with, I imagine. What do you make of this conversation, A B? If you have anything to say about it. First thing I thought was <clears throat> parents need to tell their the kids the truth about stuff like this. <laughs> I don't know. Coming I'm adopted, <laughs> so I feel like I can speak on this a little bit. But let this you would, have the floor on this. This <laughs> seems like it would shatter my life if I found something like this out. Like let's say my mom and dad just acted like they were my biological parents this whole time, and then like twenty years later they're like, No, we adopted you. There's other people out here. It just doesn't seem like that'll ever end well. Do you think that her mom... I took it to mean that her mom was her biological mom. Yes. I, okay. That's how I took it as well. All right. But so slightly dad, different scenario that you're describing. Yeah, different, but yes, different yeah. scenario, but it just doesn't... Like, I understand you're trying to protect them of something. 
I guess. Maybe the dad's a bad guy and you're protecting sure. her from that. But I I feel like the truth is always the best way to go when it comes to this type of stuff. And the timing. And the timing of everything. And how she, it would have, that would have shook me. All right. Interesting. If a hey, if any uh, people in similar circumstances, I'd like to hear what you thought about that too. segment too, or yeah. what you where you what you think of where do you land? Do you that? land where yeah. I am? I way off base here. <laughs> I could be way off base. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Justin says she's incredible. Honored that he chose him for the day. Wants to get to know her, etc. Justin gets the rose. I'm going to run through this because I got a big thing at the end. Justin gets the rose. Katie appreciates that he listened to her and thinks he'll be a great husband. She can see herself falling for Justin, he said. Then wow. some guy named Max, all caps, sings a cool song. They sway and kiss. I'm not going to bullshit you. The song was pretty good. <laughs> An issue I have with the discussion portion of this date, AB, which you'll remember was the only discussion we saw on the date, the only conversation that wasn't scripted vows we saw on the date. Justin or Katie tells Justin, I'm struggling with the loss of my father. And I have to deal with the emergence of the potential new one and going through this process and potentially getting engaged and maybe married. There's a lot going on in my head with this situation. Justin basically said, thanks for telling me. And then he got the rose <laughs> in real life. What would occur? You'd ask questions. You know, you would talk Absolutely. with one another. Yeah. The door was open to for you to learn more about that story, maybe talk through how she might handle the situation over the next few months and years, because she offered that information to you. So it's safe to assume she trusts you to discuss it with her. Absolutely. Maybe she's in, you know, she's saying like, ask me about this. We saw Kate and maybe, I don't know if this is like Justin screwing it up or the show not showing it. You never know. But what we saw was Katie learn exactly zero new pieces of information about Justin the whole day. And then claim at the end of the date that she could see herself marrying him and that he'll be a great husband. I would have liked to have seen why she thinks that. Yeah. That's all. Agreed. Because we didn't learn anything about Justin here other than that, you know, no. he was nice when she revealed He's a, still something the guy with. I thought he was before the show, which is just, you know, the faces guy. The faces guy. <laughs> Nothing's all changed there. If that's how he actually responded and this wasn't cut up, send him home. <laughs> Get rid of him. Hey, it was an interesting, like Katie said, it was a layer to her life. And yeah. Another thing we know about Katie, we can form Katie the character in our head, but Justin is flat still after a one-on-one -on -one date, which is never good. Agreed. I don't like that this guy just goes by Max. Makes him hard to Google. You got to have a last name unless you're I found big. him. You go Max Music. This guy's not Prince. It's the first thing Rip. that comes up. He's not Prince. <laughs> He's not so Prince. maybe throw your last name on there <laughs> until you get a little bigger. Okay, young man. Uh, he's 29. He's not like a young, like he's a veteran in the game. That's the thing. You should have changed it. You should have made your name more Googleable. <laughs> yes. Just Max? Just Max. They His said it like Max we should Schneider. know who Max is. Yeah, I mean, just a little more effort. Also, Max is not like a unique enough name to just no. to be that in the music biz. No, <laughs> absolutely it's not. It's not. It's, it's not. not. That's a bad name for a stage name that you're going with. It's just Max. Group date, daytime. Sorry, Max. This is a good song. Uh, Justin 
She talked about him kissing on her neck or something. I yeah. I, I feel like those neck kisses might have changed the game up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. For she did mention that. <laughs> she mentioned, she was shook by the, the those neck kisses <laughs> had her feeling a certain way, and that needs to be noted. They're a good height mix. It was good height. Yeah, he was perfect neck height. That's Just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> those neck kisses, something to note. Yeah, yeah. And with Max there, I mean, how romantic. <laughs> Group date, daytime. Kitty says there are multiple men on this date that she's falling for. Mm-hmm. I have here, keep that in mind for later, but I don't know why. I don't know why I have that. I noted it. <laughs> <laughs> the date is hosted by two drag queens, Monet Exchange and Shea Coulee. Now, those are some names. You want to talk about names, okay. stage names? Exchange is a fucking sweet name. And like <laughs> anything, Monet Rim Exchange. And it's X. <laughs> it's X, yeah, too. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not EX. Yeah, it's, it's not just one word. Monet X Change. People hold up the X's when she rolls exchange. out. That's a good God. name. If it was Dante Max Hall. Exchange, think about Max Exchange. <laughs> yeah, Max That'd be exchange. fire. You can that. That'd be fire. <laughs> It'd be like, You're okay, Max Exchange. Right. Now, that guy's a star. I agree with you. This is not like I'm just following along. I no. absolutely agree that Exchange is a fire last name. <laughs> it's a fire name with the or X. name, whatever. If the X yeah. is the middle of the initial, who knows? Who knows? Exchange. Don't Monet matter. Exchange absolutely rolls <laughs> off the tongue. That's a fire Shea name. Shea on its own in a vacuum, that's a great name, too. That's but great. Right yeah. next to Monet Exchange, it yeah. pales a comparison. Yeah, agreed. Shea Coulee, when they said it, because I think they said that first, I'm like, oh, that's a fire name. Whoa, and then cool they're like, name, Monet, cool Exchange. Monet Exchange. Monet Exchange. Monet Exchange is Electric. a star name. <laughs> <laughs> those are fire. Those are both fire names, but yep. Monet Exchange is one of the best names. Thinking about Max Exchange, it makes Max me hate Exchange Max is... even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a lot of cool things with the X and Max, too. You could put it, make it <laughs> <Yes>. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really could. Anyway, uh, the activity is supposed to be it's throwing shade, a roast, if you will. Yeah. Again, like Claire's season. I don't want to be that guy, but this is the same thing as Claire's season. <laughs> You take the budget, you take <laughs> the, the budget, budget <laughs> you slice it in half, Rim. You move one half over to Katie's season, you move the other half over to Michelle's season. That's just not season. how it works, because they're getting more money slice for it in airing half. more episodes. <laughs> slice it in half, move it over. That's how we're doing this. AP breaking down the APC budget. <laughs> this is, ba again, this is nothing. This He has no inside information no, about this. This is not inside information. But he's right, as far as we know. Slice it? <laughs> Split the parts. I thought this was a dud date. Um, no I, one wanted to roast anybody because they're all too well, good. Well, I didn't pals. think it was explained well enough what they were doing to them. I would agree with that. People were making up. Some of the guys were writing stuff down, like like they were going to perform something, like like boring ass Greg had a lame poem. That was lame. That, but then. Then they started asking him questions. I, I I I don't know. I just I just don't think it was the whole date wasn't completely laid out for what they were going for. They started asking questions because they were trying to save the date. Yeah, like, these guys are not doing Greg what we went, asked. And he <laughs> Greg we need went to and he start the fire. Turn up the heat. Greg went and everyone fell asleep, and then the, the Monet exchanger, <laughs> or, or I'm not sure which one. Uh, one of them was just like, okay, I'm going to scrap this and just start asking <laughs> questions. This, Greg ruined this. Pull the eject button. Yes. Shay asked who was the least compatible for Katie. Because they want you know, they want to start throwing shade. Shade, yeah. Canadian guy, Brendan, says, Hunter's got a top four. He says, I'll say, Hunter's got a top four. 
I'll be. I'll. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll break the ice here. <laughs> so everyone wants to know who's in Hunter's top four. Hunter says he doesn't have a top four, which is true. He only had three spots penciled in. Hunter has a top three. He has a top three. Locked into the top four. He doesn't know who the fourth one is yet. <laughs> what did you make of Hunter saying he's falling in love? Do you have an issue with that? Right after he told one of the drag queens that he's not falling in love. I took issue okay, with that. Okay, so I must have missed that. When did that occur? It was the, the drag queens were run, were walking around to each of the guys trying to okay, see what that. they were doing or whatever. I none of the guys again, the the guys were coming up with like acts to do. Yeah. For a short period of time. So they were going around trying to figure out what they're going to do. And one of them started talking to Hunter and asked him if he's in love with her and she he said no, flat out. Dang. All right. Well, so he uh, lied, that right? my whole I was surprised, opinion. I was surprised that he didn't get called out by the drag queen spin zone. What else is he going to do in that scenario on stage? I think you, and you think you're in the top four. Well, yeah, you, you got to keep acting you like you're in the no top four in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he did lie. He knows the show. He knows what he's got to say to keep going. <laughs> I was just going to say, they then just have a lot of back and forth about Hunter. I not very, noted, not funny, not, not funny, clever. nothing going on here. I didn't laugh one time. The roast was bad. If you're going to do a roast, just do a roast. They've done roasts and they've been funny and entertaining and people get salty about them. But this wasn't explained well enough to even have them do a roast. And there was no villain. Stay tuned for the mailbag that everyone mm. like Hunter was only a recent concoction. Yeah. Of a bad guy. I noted here who was speaking up. Because there were people speaking mm. up, and then there was a group that just just shut the hell up, stay out of this, fall back. Who stayed out of it? Uh, Andrew, Greg. I didn't even you know, know Andrew was on the date till the night. Yeah, <laughs> Greg was the one he told about the top three, and he didn't even speak up then. Okay, and then uh, Michael, the dad, of course, yeah. didn't speak Come up. On. He's got kids at home. Come um, on. I think that, and I think Mike. I don't. I don't remember Mike speaking Mike up either. It was mostly oh. Trey, James, and the Canadian guy that were speaking up. Yeah, and then Hunter. That tracks. That tracks. Yeah. Those four who didn't say anything. Those four. Those are the note. four who wouldn't say anything. And take note of those four for later, Rim. No spoilers. No spoilers, but I want everyone to note those names. <laughs> uh, I had your boring ass date. Uh, boring Shay date. and Monet probably upset about this waste of time. Yeah. It, the burns were not worth the price of admission, which was free, or the time it took for them to get ready, which the was The best hours. burns were when Shay and Monet were burning, roasting them at the start. Yeah. Hunter was absolutely rattled, no matter how. Yeah hard he tried to convince us otherwise he knows that getting called out on a group date ends badly he knows more than anybody yeah. <laughs> he knows this is not this is good yeah. <laughs> this is not good in fact he tries to distance himself from it when they are bringing up all this stuff he's kind of quiet about it he doesn't fight back he doesn't say anything negative about them he's just trying to flip the the narrative a little bit back to Says normal no stuff. insults yeah all right, quick back at the house. Connor gets the one-on-one date card. Dead man Nothing. walking. Dead man walking. Group date, nighttime. Katie's toast to start it off. All right, everyone raise your glass. 
I've heard some things that were concerning. Some of you, we don't have a good connection. Better fix that soon. Cheers to finding love. That was the toast. Some of you are in trouble. Big trouble. Last chance for most of you dipshits. Last chance. <laughs> and there's nothing out. you can do about it. There's probably nothing yeah, that can happen tonight that will change that. We, we might, might not even talk. We might not talk. I'm not interested in talking to you anymore. And you know who you are. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andrew S., first with Katie. Little icebreaker, he hasn't touched himself since the challenge was instituted. Okay. Katie's offended by this. Do you want them to do it or not, Katie? (laughs) Anyway, they kiss. He's feeling good. Andrew's feeling, uh, I'd say, too good for where I have him sitting. I don't know. He seems extra confident. He says something about no one else kisses like we kiss. Uh, No No one one else else has what we have. No one else has what we have. I don't know, Andrew. Are you sure? Yeah. Because later point. we find out that Greg's a better kisser anyways, according to her. I missed that too. Okay. So they did, like this was, to, when did that occur? That was after everything. Should um, we wait till we get there? No, it okay. was, this was the, like, this was the after what's coming up next, which I did not watch, but I always stick around for the, blooper? the bloopers. The bloopers this week was Katie and, and uh, Monet and Shay talking and they're Having asking tequila. her what drinking tequila maybe i don't know yeah okay sure boy we really are mismatched on our notes here today. <laughs> sure <laughs> right. but they ask her if she's kissed anyone and she says she's kissed all of them and then they ask who's the best kisser and greg she says greg so that's uh, interesting because when they kiss later now we're hopping all the way around greg is not <laughs> because of how the the night one aggressiveness on the kissing with cat guy in particular but multiple yeah, I thought Katie was just th- that type of kisser, and then I, you know, you watch Greg, and he's not that. Yeah. So for her to call out Greg specifically, I don't think <clears throat> I think we took I think we took what Cat Guy does kissing and threw that onto Katie. It seemed fifty fifty to me, but it's I don't think it is anymore. Maybe she matched his energy. Well, the, was she was a that. common denominator because there were multiple. There were couple, I can't remember yeah, who there were. There were a couple where it was like, damn, but we're none just getting it on aggra- on this season. <laughs> none were as aggressive as cat guy in her. No. <laughs> He's wearing a cat costume. <laughs> uh, the guy's talking about Katie's speech. Hunter's going on and on about how he's not afraid of them. He should be afraid of them. No one stands a chance against this union. Yeah, and if, if they're going down, they're bringing you with this <laughs> union. This is like the NBA. Yes. The players could push out an owner if they want to. They could, the union could get Katie up out of here. They could threaten to walk and be like, you know what? You know, you know every you know, almost all of us are ready to leave the show. They could do whatever they want. The union, the most powerful force this show has ever seen. Absolutely, it is. It is. Greg and Katie. This was an interaction. Ab. She tells him to ask her anything because Greg's feeling. Well, he looks, he's got the, you know, the puppy, the sad puppy. Like he's putting said. me to sleep, Rim. Right. This guy, this guy is a snoozer. So you must have loved when she tells him, I'm falling for you. And he says, okay. And then they made out. That's what happened. What did you make of that? Good or bad sign? Uh, I just... Uh... If you're having trouble going to sleep at night, just turn on a, <laughs> s- a segment with Greg and you'll enter instant REM sleep, REM. <laughs> deep, 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 deep sleep from this guy. Do you think that's a common? Is that the common just opinion? Just saying, okay. What? No, that he's boring? No, the, yeah, that he's boring. No. I think people love him, don't they? I don't know. I haven't been paying enough attention to I don't, I'm trying people. to stay out of that. That's going to resolve. I want, my question will be, 
uh, regarding like Greg. some of this. Well, him and uh, don't spoil it. Yeah, right. we'll see. Good. That's a good question. I'm very curious to hear I, that. Yeah, I want to know that, but I, it'll be a two-part question, okay? Because I haven't been paying attention to... There's a lot of stuff going on outside that I'm not paying attention to. Um, I'm just on. I got blinders on. Just the season, moving forward. Just the season. <laughs> okay. Aaron, box guy, and Trey, talking about Hunter. Trey thinks Hunter knows the playbook you got to run out here. Trey says, it felt performative to me. I love you, or I'm falling in love with you, mm. stunt, at the date. Which I responded, Trey, if you can't stomach performative actions, The Bachelor is not for you. <laughs> you got the wrong spot. <laughs> you got the wrong show if you don't like performative nonsense. Uh, James is the box guy. He's been promoted within Union. I don't know if you noticed this. He's now the secretary of the Union. <laughs> getting a speaking role. He's now moved up from just a simply a voting member who pays his dues to now a guy who's drawn the sa- salary from the salary, Union. Salary, yeah. It's his job. He quits his other job, and now he's, he's full-time Union. <laughs> Says Katie needs to know if someone is here for the wrong reasons. When you have Where a you Union, this, this powerful rim, you got people on salary. Don't get that <laughs> <Yeah>. twisted. <laughs> yeah, probably. Blake and Katie. Uh, puns in your window. Blake uh, falling back into his joke character from Tasha's season. No, no. Well, maybe. a little bit. House Hornball. He's that's House what Hornball. he's been this week, this whole <laughs> House Hornball is just funny. I don't even care if it's, it's just funny. Uh, Hornball is a funny word. In it itself, is funny. <laughs> in itself. Katie explains to him what the whoa whoa is, even though that was explained to him clearly by Caitlin. Everyone was on the same page. Day. I still don't know what the whoa stands for, though, because they have to bleep out the last two parts of the acronym. We go. Off- yeah. I thought it was. Sorry, that's it. But she said it, it was whoa, like W-O-A-H. Whoa, whoa. No, W-O-W-O. No, we off. Okay. Yep. Whoa, whoa. Do you really need to bleep out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Are you serious? <laughs> of course. Okay. I, hey, Some okay. kid's going to go, hey, what's that? Well, it's when you fucking... <laughs> Come on, AP. <laughs> Do you need to bleep? We're bleeping it out. That's our stance here. <laughs> anyway, then they kiss. He goes, should we kiss? I don't know. They kiss. Blake gives a deep... Uh, explanation of his normal masturbation yeah, I know. I schedule. That part for a reason. I don't like thinking about Blake. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to note that yeah, Blake's that's schedule. They, that's what they talked about, and she seemed she's she seemed turned on by that. I yeah, don't know what's going on with these two. These two have something and I like, can't explain, and I don't want to know. I would go get to know each other over there. <laughs> yes, y'all can do your weird chats. <laughs> this ain't for television consumption. I don't care about this. <laughs> James and Katie. He likes she's talking to the dress- contenders at this point. Now it's time to get into the now drama. Somebody. That's what this was. It was. <laughs> it really was. Let me talk to my contenders first, and then I'm going to get to you other guys that I talk. Let's said go to the, that the has no chance. Let's, let's talk. These guys who hang out in the clubhouse, the treehouse all day, talk, <laughs> coming up with schemes and plans. He man, woman haters club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's from, but it sounds funny. little rascals. Okay. <laughs> These, I'm sure these, that killed with some people. I don't remember rascal that movie. Fellas. All I remember about Little Rascals is uh, who had the thing? Alfalfa. The, the cowlick? Alfalfa had the cowlick. I uh, just watched Little Rascals not too long ago. They have a Hold He-Man up. Woman Haters Club. They don't allow women in the club. It's just like this. <laughs> <laughs> this union is more focused on the guys and the friendship. and the. <laughs> I think they'd prefer to not have Katie there. That's all. 
They wouldn't know. Katie could not be around for a couple of days, and yeah. then Aaron would go like, wait a second. Where's Katie? They wouldn't realize it. James tells Katie he likes her dress. Uh, you do not want a fashion compliment from a turtleneck exclusive guy. <laughs> you just don't. Uh, James would never speak ill of anyone. That's simply not his character. She, he said, I hope you know how uncomfortable I was up there. James, you looked extremely comfortable up there. <laughs> playing around Ripping into people. <laughs> so James spends his week six time with Katie to bring up a right reasons controversy. After she, at the beginning of the date, said she doesn't know if she's going to get there with certain people, you would assume she's talking about you, James, mm-hmm. as you haven't had a one-on-one. There's people with one-on-ones on this date. She must be talking about me. And he chooses to use his time like this. Yep. His last chance. <laughs> she said it was their last chance. And yeah. This is what these guys decided to do. <laughs> He's, he says Hunter claiming he's falling for Katie raises concerns because of the timing. Now, if Hunter lied about it, I don't think James is around for that. If Hunter said he wasn't falling for Katie and then said he did, that's one thing. The timing is unacceptable. This is an acceptable window to say you're falling for Katie. So I don't think the timing really is that big a deal. They tried to make it seem like it's too no, early. It's fine time. No, man. She's falling for guys. Guys are he falling He hasn't had a one-on-one date, I guess, but they, they've had some time together. Shared some kisses and some moments. Trey tells Katie he obviously lied. Trey says what you said. He flip-flopped on the falling for her. Mm-hmm. Aaron also step, you know, shows up. This was Aaron and Katie talking. This was like the keynote speaker at the conference. The head of the union is like <laughs> there to really hammer home the point that the underlings made. So she pulls Hunter aside. Hunter says, I'm not calculated. I'm just focused on her. The boys. Michael A says he, hey, I talked to Hunter. I really think he cares about her. Yeah. This is as ringing of an endorsement as you'll find. Can't get anything better than that. That should have shut everything down. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. (laughs) Uh, Trey says, doesn't matter if he flip-flopped on falling in love. Uh, Respectfully, Trey, who cares? Who cares? cares? Why does anyone care? Here's the thing, Rem. People fall into this all the time. And I think sometimes people confuse not liking someone with them being there for the wrong reasons. Like, no, you guys just don't like Hunter. It's not, he hasn't really done anything that would show that he's not there for the right reasons. Because he knows the show, that means he's not, I'm confused. I don't understand what you guys are talking about. You don't like this guy. So you don't want. I'm not even sure they don't like him. They were fine with him for a month. They liked him a long time. He was, uh, you know, a card carrying member of the union. Yeah, he was. He (laughs) was doing your dirty work. (laughs) Now look at him. This is how you turned your back on him and you don't like him. So now you're acting like he's there for the wrong reasons. What is going on? Snake's eating a tail. The snake is eating its tail. (laughs) It's the beginning of the end of the union. I'll say that. (laughs) Katie and uh, Hunter. Hunter says, listen, the union's out of control. I don't want any <laughs> drama. I'm sorry. Uh, Katie doesn't feel good, so she takes some time alone. Uh, I'm at a point where I'm physically ill, and then she vomits. Do you think this was from the stress and uneasiness of the situation, or was this from some bad food she had? This was not related. This could not. If this <laughs> was related to the situation, either. this is a ridiculous overreaction. Yes. I think it was more like she was just sick for the night. Okay. That is a much more likely explanation that she had bad food or whatever, dehydrated something. I agree. 
Anyway, then Katie comes back, says, I'm not giving out a rose tonight. You got any? And she didn't talk to a bunch of guys. She didn't talk to Michael. She didn't talk to Mike. Uh, if he Mike was there, B. I don't even know if he was there. I assume he was. Yeah, he must have been. Uh, didn't talk to a few guys. Yeah. Do you have an issue with that? I mean, if we if we think that if she's she was really sick, sick, then this makes sense. If she's really sick. That's fine. If this was actually her reaction to the drama, and that's how they portrayed it, but I don't I just really don't it. think. I really don't think that's what happened. There's no way. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. I got a yak. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Connor one-on-one date. Daytime? No, dead man walking. Bong. <laughs> He's got an outfit on where you know he's going home. I don't know how, I don't know why I thought that, but it just looked like he's going to the airport, not a date. <laughs> he's heading to the airport. He's got his airport outfit. This was brutal, AB. This start to finish, the whole Connor date was brutal. First, Katie starts it off by talking about the cat, the cat costume. And then she says they're in the friend zone. Because he stinks at kissing. Yeah. She, more or less, she That's said. That's what that. this all is about. <laughs> yeah. He checks every box except the kissing. And this is when I started to realize okay, maybe that kissing earlier that we were making fun mm-hmm. of and saying that it was ultra aggressive and maybe it was more cat guy yeah. than Katie. As she, and she doesn't enjoy it. I mean, all along, I thought, okay, this kissing seems unenjoyable. <laughs> I would have thought the that was the one thing they had going for him. Yeah. That's how much <laughs> that's I, I thought. Until this day. Yep. Now it turns out, no, I, I hate what he's doing. So Katie and Connor are in the friend zone. Let's spend his one-on-one time with other people. Not a good sign. No. No, it's not. She also mentions this is the final test to our relationship. There's no way he's passing. And I want to have one last kiss with him. She's saying right there, I want a last kiss. She said it right up Man. front. One that puts last that kiss, kiss at the end in context. Even if it's yeah. good, it's still your last kiss, she's saying. It's, can't it's debate that. One <laughs> last <laughs> kiss. <laughs> All right. Caitlin Bristow and fiance Jason Tardick are here. So Connor can talk to the guy. Yep. The guy can like prepare him for what's about to happen. And then the girl can convince Katie that he's not the one. That was the setup for this date. Can I tell you when 
I want. I mean, I I was pretty sure he was going home when she said last kiss. But what really? I I thought there was a outside chance he could save this with one good kiss. Who knows? <laughs> or a or you know impress Jason and Caitlin because she trusts them. I thought there was a chance. I'll tell you when I realized when when it all went away for him in her eyes as well. They're playing volleyball, two on two doubles. She is an ex volleyball player. Sets him up for the perfect spike rim. Mm. And what does he do? He jumps about a fourth of an inch off the ground and slams it underneath the net. Not even close to getting it over. That was it. You're done. You really think that? You really think that was it? You're done. Or is that a joke? It was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing (laughs) spike attempt. Embarrassing. That was it. For me, I knew it. He was never coming back from that. He slapped it (laughs) underneath the net. It wasn't even into the net. Like, she perfect perfect bump up to the spike yeah. and he tried to he, he was lying she up said for it, it or bump it did she said it or bump it? i believe she bumped it but it was a perfectly he, she bumped well, it the perfectly fact that he even there. went for a spike instead of setting he it was up set for up her. for the spike he was set up he jumped he didn't get any air and he hmm. barely hit the ball into the net humiliating oh. Couple things from this state. They did the volleyball, then they did the rock between the torsos. It could have been a potato. I don't know. Uh, Caitlin was trying to convince Katie that being friends at this. It might have been a coconut. (laughs) Katie was. (laughs) Caitlin was trying to convince Katie that being friends at this point was a good thing. I mean, this the storyline just played out how you knew it was going to play out. Then the day turned into a bad rom com when the boys are grilling steaks with like aprons on. They're like talking about <laughs> girls, and you know. Then the, the established couple spies on their goodbye kiss. Yeah. It was just it was straight up a rom com. Um, Caitlin said, and now this is all making sense. If they don't have a good kiss, it's over. I thought that was like, haha. No, really. I th- I don't think a kiss could have saved it at this point. I really don't. She's not feeling him. He's in the friend zone. She likes him as a person, but not as a as a potential mate. Period. Mm-mm. I thought there was a chance she was gonna break up with him here, but they did kiss, and there was triumphant music. They just wanted that moment, but I thought it might have been over there. Yeah, would have sent him home right after the kiss. Yep. The nighttime portion that never was. Connor super confident getting ready. Meanwhile, Katie's crying in casual wear. He's got his best suit on. Yeah. Imagine making him get all dressed. I mean, couldn't all you that- get that? Couldn't you do that before he got dressed? Just a little courtesy. Yeah. <laughs> producers watching like yeah don't forget the cufflinks buddy like jeez that's rude this is mean Katie shows up to his room sits down she starts telling Connor how good of a guy he is really like the song he wrote for her which I don't buy but that was a nice thing to say (laughs) Connor says it's okay I know where this is going I get it She tells him, maybe, <laughs> when they kiss, something is missing. Oh, no. Absolutely brutal thing Come to on. reveal to his face on television, in my opinion. This whole this guy has put his whole mind, body, and soul into these makeouts, <laughs> only to be told they're booty on television. <laughs> and here's the other really unfortunate thing. Connor, those are probably, like, 
the tipping point for most of your relationships. That's what he's thinking in his he's, head. He's like, thinking that in his head. Like, like geez, damn, I thought dude. I was a good kisser, but <laughs> that might be why none of the, why these other relationships didn't work either. He's totally reevaluating. <laughs> he's, he's running through all his big makeouts in his yes. mind, all the memorable ones <laughs> that he thought were like, good makeouts. <laughs> what did this stink? I stink at kissing. He's crying. He said it was worth it to his matter. You know, nice guy stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. I'd have rather not been told I stink at kissing on television. <laughs> I prefer that. Just getting to know a new acquaintance, not worth hu- being absolutely humiliated. Humiliated. On she basically says in her cutscenes throughout the whole date, she really wanted to get there with him, but the kisses were just simply too disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was saying. They were simply too disgusting. I just could not get past it. I mean, this was this was awful. <laughs> this is one of the worst breakups in terms of the guy embarrassing, looking embarrassing. Level of embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> level of embarrassment. This is one of the worst we've seen. I know uh, she phrased it like when we kiss, something's missing. Or no, you know, we know what it you wasn't mean. like the kisses are bad. She didn't flat to out the say camera. That. She might as well have said that. <laughs> she might as well have said that. <laughs> so I thought maybe Connor isn't taking it that way. But no, no, he he's no, crying he to the camera. That. and He says, how bad of a kisser am I? Yeah, I've, I wow. felt so bad for him. <laughs> I felt terrible for cat guy. In, in my opinion, it made for good television. It was great. Yeah. I enjoyed you it. You could have just said, hey, something's missing. There you was know, you no have reason to, be to bring so the kisses up <laughs> about this. It's not necessary. This, she just was like, you're great. Check all the boxes. Your kissing is so horrible. It is untenable. You can't, we can't even do the second half of the date. Yikes. All right. Uh, the, big, the big goodbye scene. <laughs> the, cat the, guy, the cat guy goes to say goodbye to the fellas. Period. And Trey's never been so sad in his life. Trey's not just crying. He's ugly crying. He's, really he's broken is. up by this. Before that, on his way out, Connor, after he hugs everybody, says, there's no better person for Katie than you guys. Okay, Which one? Said, <laughs> yeah, there's like 11 of them. Yeah. I have a feeling the, the fellas being totally distraught over Connor's leaving was probably well received by the viewers. I found it to be a little over the top. You're going to see him in a couple weeks. And by the way, especially almost the guy- all of you are leaving in the next say, eight especially days. Especially the couple of guys that are about to, like Trey, you're, a, you, you, you didn't talk to her last time. You're, pro- yeah. you're leaving. You're next, pal. You're going to leave in a day. You'll probably be <laughs> on the same flight as Cat Guy, in fact. <laughs> you absolutely are. <laughs> What's the problem? Uh, there's been this trend on Bachelorette, especially when a guy leaves that everyone likes, everyone goes, oh, man, he's such a good guy. He's yeah. such a good. So the lead's, <laughs> so the lead's here to find a life partner. So what? Who cares? He's not here to give awards for the. He's not here to rank the best guys. Just try to find someone to spend the rest of her life with. If you would have saw the kisses, if y'all, y'all guys would have seen those kisses, you would have wanted them gone, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Katie crying in her room, crying her eyes out. This was the checked all the boxes. Yeah. They're just missing one thing, and it's when their lips touch. <laughs> That's Blake Moynes' music. <laughs> Producer Plant Blake, willing to do anything and everything, and I'm so glad he did this. I erupted. I almost applauded when this he came great. out. This is great. The boom box. Blake's outside her room with the, with the, with the stereo <laughs> over his head, playing their song from their one-on-one their song. Date. I noticed that, yeah. She says, come on Gets up. It's the invite. Come on up. Of course. Walks away without turning it off. Which makes me think the music... There's no I music don't think play. the music was... What? 
Uh, Katie, absolutely thrilled to see him. They share a great kiss. I said there's non-zero chance they hook up tonight. What did you think of? <laughs> she couldn't give her hands off him. This was uh, this was leading somewhere. Katie said she didn't know how romantic Blake could be. And she says she's in trouble. If you say you're in trouble. Woo. Hometown. Hometown, period. If you say, if you're talking about someone and you say, I'm in trouble because they're there, they're going to hometown. Fantasy suite, for sure. Fantasy suite. For certain. Katie was so excited to see Blake, she wonders aloud if she's dreaming. This is Blake Moines we're discussing. <laughs> Quite the 180 for Blake Moines. The hornball. <laughs> uh, he tells her... Let's let's make it very clear. Producers told Blake to do this. Yes. I'm glad he did it. It made for it was a great scene. Producers also told him what to say, which was, "Hey, Connor came in, told us everybody was everybody was feeling bad for him, but I was only thinking about you, wow. Katie." They make out outside on the balcony. Katie says the best surprise ever. Wow. With Blake, there's just overflowing passion. Blake says he feels like he's in his own love story with Katie. And can't wait to have his happy ending. And I'm starting to think it might be a possibility here. Really. Won't find me saying that's a bad <laughs> prediction. You won't. You won't. You won't. Best scene of the night, in my opinion. Agreed. It was great. Cocktail party. Katie says the week was tough. She had to send Connor home. Had to. Had to. I had to. Guys, I know, I know you like this guy, but <laughs> you'll find out in due time why I had to. <laughs> I'm at the point where time isn't going to make a difference tonight. So get you bums out of here. <laughs> I already know what I'm going to do. I want to be intentional with what I do going forward. The cocktail hour is canceled. Have we made the joke? Did we make the joke on Peter season that this was like P. Diddy closing the studio every other day we have definitely mentioned closing the studio but i don't know if it was in this context well that's what happened because all these cocktail parties and dates getting canceled this is pd saying you know what we're shutting the studio Shut down the studio from the Chappelle down. show sketch that wasn't just okay. a sketch that was real that was debate it was real that, that was, was not real. exaggeration he, he shut the studio down every episode i'm gonna shut the studio down because y'all are wiling and you don't deserve this studio time now go get me some cheesecake across the bronx bridge or wherever the hell they were <laughs> Katie, so Katie cancels the cocktail party. Yep. Rose ceremony, unless you have anything else there. Nope. Justin is the only one with a date rose. Mm -hmm. Katie, with an extremely long pause before the first rose, calls Hunter to chat outside. They basically didn't show anything about this discussion. No. We don't know what happened. They return. Hunter is back with the guys without a rose. What did I, you think that meant? He's going. What was the point? I thought he was just going to stick around. I did too. Because of this. I don't know why you would send him back in there for the embarrassment instead of just sending him home when you pull him aside. I don't get that. I thought him coming back with no rose and standing with everybody meant that she's sending the union. She's breaking up the top dogs. Yeah. She's going to get the last rose. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Here's the rose order. Blake. Andrew S. Greg. Michael A. Mike P. The last rose is Brendan. Who? So the union get, is busted. If you're cutting everybody, why not send him along too? Just What's the point of keeping him? Sweep those roses off the podium <laughs> there and be like, we're good. No, we're actually good. No more roses. Can't give us rose out. <laughs> you can head out too. 
Brendan? Brendan is a top seven guy. Incredible. Union's busted. Union is dead. James, Trey, and Aaron, union guys. The head of the union and some higher up members. Cut the head off the snake. Cut the head off and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's done. And Hunter as well. We noted it earlier. Who are the people on the group date that were in the drama? It was Aaron, James, Trey, and Hunter. Those Mm -hmm. four all gone. Just cut it all out. I'm not trying to deal with this. I had some bad sushi for dinner. And <laughs> yeah, that's what I <laughs> I'm not even going to deal with this. I'm going to send them all home. I don't want to get to the bottom of it. I don't want to deal with this. See you later. So there are seven people left. Here's how I see it. There are five contenders. These are not my power ranks. There are five contenders. Greg, Blake, Andrew S. And then Michael A. and Justin are the borderline. Brendan and Mike P. obviously have no chance at hometowns. Although there are some previews that make it seem like Mike P. I still think Mike P's going to get his time in the sun here. I'm not. I do too. But like I said, I think it'll be story-based more than connection-based. Okay. Okay. That's my prediction anyway. That's fair. Brendan is the most odd. He sticks out like a sore thumb here. I don't know what he's doing here. He must be like, I don't know what I'm doing here with all these people. <laughs> they cut all these people and I made it. This is wild. <laughs> Um, all right. Anything else before we get to the mailbag? Uh, it's becoming increasingly clear we're not getting a two-on-one this season. Didn't even. Which think is a little that. disappointing, but it's whatever. Sometimes it doesn't happen. You don't want it. You don't want it to be forced. I think they're moving away from two-on-ones in general. Yeah, probably. because if they're not going to have villains, yeah, or true villainry, we'll see. It might just be a one-off. Here's the mailbag, 773-234-7794. Last week's question was, does the show need a villain? I thought this was a good question, AB. Thank you. Because I think the show is in the midst of a change right now, and I'm interested to hear what people think of it. First one is from Tamanga. Thanks to everyone who texted in. First one is from Tamanga. Yes, we need a villain every time. The asshole antics and downright high and mighty attitude of a villain for both for both Bachelorette and Bachelor are what gives the level of guilty pleasure this show is supposed to give. And on this season, it just haven't given what it is supposed to give. Don't get me wrong, I've been a fan and always will be, but this season is definitely missing that asshole villain mm. through line that makes the season juicy and better to talk to coworkers and friends about. Thank you, Tamanga. This is from Nicole in Nashville. As far as the villain goes, I think they are a bonus to the season. In parentheses, if you take out that their real life is miserable and just focus on the entertainment factor of the show. I think having a villain is another touch that adds a spark to the season, but only when it makes sense. This group of guys, there is just no villainous character. I think the mini bad guys, M-I-N-I, as we go works because it's authentic, in quotes. Not the real meaning of the world, but in the batch world. I'm enjoying the season, but I don't think it would be better if, it, if there was a Chad. Oh, man, if Blake could turn into a Courtney type from Ben F season, I would be in, though. Thank you, Nicole. Hey, Nashville, shout out to my guy, listener, uh, Justin. I think he lives in Nashville. He sent me the most detailed, I've been meaning to say this, most detailed recommendations list I've ever received for places to go. Uh, Hmm. Just incredible list. So shout out, Justin. Shout out, Justin. Molly from Kentucky. I watch The Bachelor every... I like this one. Molly from Kentucky. I watch The Bachelor every Monday to feel better about myself. If there's no villain, you're telling me I'm supposed to be watching a show truly about super hot people actually trying to find love? No thanks. (laughs) Thank you, Molly. This is from Michael. 
Yes, The Bachelor Bachelorette needs a villain. Hannah B. had the best season in recent memory, and Luke P. being an all-time villain was part of the reason. Mm. A villain gives the lead a chance for a big moment when they tell him or are, tell them off. Hannah wouldn't have had her move the podium moment without Luke P. Parenthetically, I will add, the move the podium moment was great because I don't, it didn't feel planned. It, it felt yeah. real. It felt like Hannah being Hannah. It wasn't staged like I think most of those are. Yeah. It's also no coincidence that the all the best Marvel movies have interesting villains. Thanos, Loki, and Zemo make their respective movies better, and a great Bachelor Bachelorette villain makes a season better. Thank you, Michael. Jenny from New York. I'm probably in the minority here, but I would much rather watch a season without a strong villain. Matt's season of The Bachelor was almost unwatchable because of all the drama. I'm really enjoying watching the men cry and have deep talks with each other, and definitely prefer that over prefer that over watching a bunch of people being mean to one another. Thank you, Jenny. Zach and Ashland from North Carolina. In terms of the NBA, the season is more exciting with a good villain. However, like this season of the NBA, with all the villains out, a.k.a. the Nets, the level of competitiveness is better. So I think without a villain, it's actually more competitive, and real serious fans like myself should appreciate the drama-free, competitive season. Go Hawks. Threw me off. I'm in North Carolina. Go Hawks. I'm not even sure what Hawks you're talking about. Probably Atlanta. <laughs> talking about Kate. What, what Hawks are you talking about? I'm like the Hawks. <laughs> you talking about Kate. that? I think every season needs a villain, mainly because this season would the season would be boring without it. I kind of like the mini villains they are doing this season. With a group of people that big living together constantly, the personalities are bound to clash. Seeing that interaction adds an element of reality, in quotes, to the situation. That being said, sometimes the villain role is too intensely harped on. The storyline can become stale and it becomes obvious producers and it becomes obvious production is forcing the lead to keep them around for drama. This season's mini villains keep it interesting while not taking away from the overall storyline. Nothing is more tedious than watching the same petty drama and over, over and over every week. Thank you, Kate. Miranda from Jacksonville. I'm so happy they have steered away from these the useless villain this season. Thinking back to Corinne, I was irritated constantly that she stayed as long as she did and actually thought about not continuing to watch if Queen Victoria stayed another week. They are over the top with how they are portrayed and completely obvious that they are producer plants, especially when these villains have no connection at all, but just stay for the stirring up of drama. Thank you, Miranda. Rim, do you like the villains that are like mean or the ones that are because you have some that are just like do stuff to uh, that other people don't like like uh demi would would almost be considered a villain sure. or uh what's his name jordan just that rich guy that was doing stuff to piss people off jordan kimball is his last name you know what i'm talking about you don't know yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. i remember now or do you like like the the people everyone genuinely hates and and do, do like mean stuff and uh, i don't know i i i don't know how to answer that question i think you need I think it's better when yeah, there is true this? friction in the group. Otherwise, I don't want to. I really don't want to watch everyone get along. That's just no, not. That's like, not what you watch reality TV for. I think Tamanga in our first text said it. There's a reason we call these shows guilty pleasures. We're not watching them. I think there's a push now to watch like something that's more wholesome than it has been in the past. Yeah. And I think the show is in a tricky spot right now with trying to please those people while also trying to have the static and friction that comes with people not getting along and and i think the i think the latter is more interesting agreed than than gumdrops and rainbows or you want whatever you want to say it has to be it just has to be the right villain it can't be like victoria was i'm glad someone brought her up that just felt forced 
Like she Hellforce. seemed like she was on there to be the villain. There are some special personalities that just rub people the wrong way. And those are the people that I want to be my villains. But yeah, I do agree. I, th- I think there needs to be villains um, in more. I-, I don't think this season really had one. Um, they're trying to drop little ones, but they didn't have a main one. And I think it's it's the season is suffering from it. It has to be someone the lead likes too. So they have to have yeah. some redeemable qualities. I think that always makes the season better. Miranda mentioned Corinne. I'm sure we were, you know, we joked about Corinne and I probably didn't like her when we were watching. But I think she was a compelling character. And she made it far. She made it to hometown. So yep. and she was funny. So it's yeah. a, it's a tough needle to thread because you can't be too mean or people will be totally turned off by it. But you also have to like make, you have to be not very well liked. I also, I read this um, article at Vanity Fair that someone sent us. I'll get the name in a minute, but it was about Frankenbiting when they splice up the words and Spencer Pratt had, was going on about how they made, they spliced up what he said to make it sound like he said something totally lewd about Heidi that he would never say and it became yeah. a story and he didn't say and yeah. he said like that that messed my life up because people to this day come up to me upset that I said this thing that I never said yeah so it's you know it's a thin line for production to create and also mm-hmm. without you know crossing a line anyway last one Amy from Illinois can there be a season of the show without a villain I don't think so I think with any competition show, there will be a villain, whether intentionally planned or not. There are always going to be people who don't click, and especially when you're in this kind of setting where real feelings are on the line and you're away from your support system and any sense of normalcy, people are going to go get catty sometimes and feuds are going to happen. I suppose the producers could only cast people who are normal and who they think would get along, but that doesn't make for great television. I think it's good to have the odd or arrogant people at the beginning because they keep it entertaining while you grow to like and know the serious contenders. When that happens, the show is still enjoyable once the villains leave because you know the remaining contestants better and you're invested. You're interested not just for the drama, but for the fate of the remaining relationships. Thank you, Amy. Well said. Anything else to add on that, AB? No, I don't think so. Those are great. Do you have, what's the question for next week? Do you like Greg? I want to know what's the what's the situation with Greg? What's the what's the buzz on Greg? Do people love him or hate him? I don't think anyone hates him. And if you don't if you don't answer that, just give me. I just don't know what's going on. What if, who do people like out here? Who do people like on this season? <laughs> let me fill, seven, seven. fill me in what's going on. Did you like Cat Guy? <laughs> also, that's another one. Did you like like Cat Guy? Just like answer him? whatever you want in terms of who you like or dislike. <laughs> Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four is the mailbag text. Here's the wow. headline rim. Kind of fits in with this. Funny headline. No no substance to it. Bachelor Nation may never recover from this week's Bachelorette elimination. This is why I started to realize, like, maybe I have no finger on the pulse of what's going on in That's terms click of bit what AB. people. No, come on. Katie Thurston. Here's the first paragraph of the article. Katie Thurston didn't just send home a fan favorite. On July 12th episode of The Bachelorette, she sent home a house favorite, too. Everyone was devastated to see Connor, the cat, in parentheses. Did people call him the cat? I saw a few articles that were like, damn, you won't believe who they sent home. Everyone's favorite. The cat guy. What website is that? This is Refinery29, my site. (laughs) (laughs) It's rare for that to happen because usually someone going home means less competition, but these men adored Brennan, and that's what made this devastation or this elimination. They call him Brennan? Brennan. Oh, his last name is Brennan. Oh. 
Connor the cat Brennan. There's only one the cat, and it's Julie the cat, okay? Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and they said that's what made this elimination all the more devastating. And then there's a whole article that I read about <laughs> why this was such a devastating elimination. You got to crank out articles. You got to serve ads. Who's the fan favorite, would you say? That's really what I want to get to the bottom of. Who does everyone like? Okay, who's your fan? Who do you think the fan favorite is and who's your yeah. fan favorite? Okay. There might not be one. Yeah, there might not be. There really might not be. Interesting. All right. Um. The article that I referenced earlier was sent to me by Anam, and the it's from Vanity Fair, and it's called "They Murdered Me" in quotations. That was a Spencer. What Spencer said. Oh, colon reality TV stars push back at producers' cheapest trick. And there's a little bit of Bachelor in there. There's also other shows where there hmm. examples of Frank inviting and the people talking about how that's it dirty for them. That should be that should be illegal. Here's here's the problem though. They've done it for so long. So if they stop doing that, like I need I need the hit, you know, oh, now no one's saying anything outrageous anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Like they can't they can't go clean now. No. Once they they've they dipped into the sewer, you can't come back out here up in the you well, know, once the clean you do street. It once, once you do it once, you're going to keep doing it <laughs> cuz you can just make them say anything. All right, back to a uh, batch bracket. Ethan L. is once again alone in first. Wow. Starting two to weeks get suspicious, in my opinion. <laughs> Ethan L., 156 points. Stephanie C., Sarah Grace A., have 152. Shaylee W., Asa B., Helen L., have 150 points. And May B. Have a, has 148 Abs G has 147. We'll throw that one in there too. Ethan L with 156. I'm not ready to call for an investigation yet. <laughs> we're approaching we're it. getting there. I have 109 points, and Gre- or Trey is my second place finisher. So this is probably the last update I will give on my. No, Thomas was. Holy smokes. <sighs> Greg, Thomas, and Trey were my top three, and I had an extra week. <laughs> I have 116 points. I'm in 267th place. I think Connor B was my winner, though. So I'm done. Yeah, he he was my winner. Yikes, yikes, yikes. All right. Really unfortunate. Power rankings. You ready? Yep. Go ahead. Uh, Number four, Andrew. Number three, Michael the Dad. Number two. This one, Rim, this is going to send shock. Send a shockwave through yeah, know, Rosecast man. Nation. Number two is Greg, Rim. Number one, and who I think is going to win the season now, Blake Moynes. I think their personalities are match. The times they have are better than the times she has with Greg, and I think eventually she's going to realize that. Those two just seem too, too alike. Ding, ding, ding. Too alike. Here are mine. <laughs> Recap yours. Blake one, Greg two, Michael three, Andrew four. Mine, no changes from last week. Wow. Four, Michael, three, Andrew, two, Blake, one, Greg. Wow. I'm sticking to my Greg is too safe. Or Greg is too safe to like be interesting on the show. So now she's playing around with Blake. 
And that's really it. It's just, uh, you know, no you one have, else is really getting a ton of shine. If you have right these now. two guys where one of them is fun and the other one's not, why would you pick the not fun one? I don't know, I'd be. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Um, I think there's a chance Michael A. doesn't get a hometown only because kids are involved. But I also think they might want to show that. So mm. it, Justin would be fifth. He he. Justin is in contention with the, for the fourth hometown spot, and the the only reason is I think the kids Michael A having children, or at least one kid I don't remember, is would make it more complicated or maybe more serious for Katie. If you are going to, you have to be really serious about him. If you're going to send him to hometowns, because then you're going to meet his kid, and then you can't send him home for another couple weeks. So he's that's entering into like your top two. So unless you're really, really serious about Michael and you see him as like a top two, top three person, I just, that's a good point. Really good point by you. Thank you. you he might be going home here in the next couple of weeks. I don't think it'll happen, but. Maybe. All right. Anything else? Refer a friend month going well. Keep it going. Halfway through refer a friend month. We see everything. We see what you're doing. We see Don't you. worry about it. We see you. We see him. Anything else, A.B.? I don't think so. All right, cool. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you later. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.